0: Welcome to GP Bullhound's Tech Thoughts, a weekly overview of economic developments in international markets. Hello and welcome to GP Bullhound's Tech Thoughts. Today's the 14th of April and we are here with Inge Heydorn and Jenny Hardy for our weekly market roundup. Today, they will discuss news surrounding TSMC, Infineon and Semis. Over to them.
1: Thank you very much, Maria. It's Inge Heydorn here, Fund Manager GP Bullhound.
0: Hi everyone, it's Jenny Hardy, portfolio manager at GP Morgan.
1: Let's kick off with a quick comment on uh, the market. The market uh, has really now been trading around the recession and inflation numbers for a while and it has continued uh but going over to the tech side and, and, and what we are focused on and, and the data points there we we got a lot of numbers coming in from Taiwan now which is mixed to slightly weak than you know, expected. So let's kick off with that. We have the big founders coming in with numbers, UMC, but especially TSMC, and if anything, slightly weaker than expected. And and what do you think about that, Janet?
0: Yeah, I think um, yeah you're, you're you're absolutely right that I think that the March number for TSMC was um, probably slightly weaker than than we expected, but. Um we should say that that q one revenue as a whole for t s m c still came in um sort of within the range that that they' guided for um at, at their last set of results but in terms of of, of the weakness and and what potentially uh, explains it, I mean we're speculating a bit but 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 I think um there's possibly sort of two things um going on so the first is whether there's weakness at Apple. Um, around uh, Mac, iPhone, either or both. And what we think might be amplifying that is still this ongoing inventory correction that we have across the board in SEMI. So we know that um, at the last sort of uh, the the year-end reports, the inventory values uh, really across the board we're at very, very high levels. Um, We know that this needs to be wound down and therefore the numbers that we're seeing come out uh, in terms of these sort of monthly uh, year-on-year sales numbers are likely weaker than the real-end demand because within that you're also seeing um, inventory drawdowns. So I think... You know possibly there's there's weakness at Apple but but that's absolutely um almost certainly being amplified amplified by that continued uh inventory correction and I think that's probably true for, for all of the semis uh numbers that we're seeing. Um the the other thing is whether we're seeing a, a pause in some of the hyperscaler capex that we spoke a bit about um last year. Um, and, and whether there's a pause either related to um, some of the uh, the sort of product transitions, um, but also you know we know that within um, that the sort of public cloud players, we know that they're seeing kind of spend optimization at their customers, and whether that is also sort of feeding through to um, a slower um, a slower cloud build out than we might have anticipated. What what are you thinking?
1: I think you're absolutely right, and I I, I think Apple, uh, like an inventory adjustment, and, and as you said, HPC, you have uh, the transition both from Nvidia to from A hundred to H hundred, and Genoa when it comes to AMD both of them are affecting it, and so let let's see how, how it plays out now in in the f- second quarter here, uh, and if 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 we see some stability, because it feels also like we are very close to the bottom when it comes to the to the inventory correction now. But with that said, TSMC is reporting next week, and we are big fans of semiconductor equipment. But with that said, it could be that TSMC is delaying some of the orders because of the weakness, and thereby the 32 to 36 billion U.S. dollar of capex guidance they've given could be at the lower end for this year. Uh, or slightly below, so moving some of that build out into the beginning of 2024, just uh, yes, yeah. to give them a heads up.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and and, and obviously we'll, we'll get the full details on, um, on TSMC's Q1, but also, as you said, you know the core the commentary around CapEx will, will be key for the semi-cap equipment players, and, and it will also be really interesting to see um what they say around market inventory levels and and you know where we are in terms of that inventory correction. We hope that um certainly by Q2 we should be at the end of it, but but let's see what they say. And then the other thing that'll be really interesting is um the extent to which they're seeing this sort of AI related demand within their order book. Um, so we know that all of the, the the AI related chips, you know, whether it's Nvidia chips, whether it's AMD chips, indeed whether it's Amazon's, you know, in-house chips that that they spoke about in in their annual uh, letter yesterday, we know that they're all being built at TSMC. So I think that will be a very good indication um, around you know whether we are really seeing a sort of tangible build out around all of this uh ai hype that we've seen so far this year
1: yeah which we which we are quite positive towards so that's one of our, our our big stances on the more positive side and electrical car market continues to be very very strong and and we follow it closely on a, on a monthly basis and it seems like ticking along and we had Infineon already upgrading both top line and operating margin uh, two weeks ago, just ahead of Easter. So, really, really strong demand there. You know,
0: yeah, absolutely, and yeah, in just the same way that that we can track the Taiwanese uh, monthly STEMI's numbers, um, we also get very good data out of um, certainly the US and Chinese auto markets around. Um, the sort of EV uh, battery and and hybrid sales, and yeah, really the March numbers um, were were very very good. Um, the uh, the plug in hybrid close to doubling in in uh, in the US, but I mean we should say that that the numbers that they're lacking last year were clearly very weak, given all of the sort of supply constraints. You know the fact that many of the OEMs couldn't ship vehicles because they were lacking. Um, the semiconductor parts that's now eased so they are now um getting um yeah getting these cars out, out the door and we are absolutely seeing this continued shift um to electric vehicles. Now for us that's super positive um for uh, the semiconductor industry that supplies them um, there is a huge amount of more semiconductor content in an electric vehicle as opposed to a combustion engine vehicle. Um and we very specifically own Infidian NXP who supply into um some of these sort of specific whether it's the powertrain um in in, in, in the electric vehicles. Um oh, go on.
1: Yes, I was just about to say also, uh, we also talked about this electric car war between the uh, not US, Europe, and, and China. You had this infrastructure bill in, in the US pushing everybody to build their battery and electrical car factories in the US. But the March surprise number in export from China up 7% instead of down 6 which the market expected, a big portion of that gain was due to the fact that they were shipping 125% more electrical car vehicles this year than last year. So China is definitely, definitely pushing the export of their car industry now, which is yeah. also positive news.
0: Uh, uh, absolutely. And and as you said, um, you know, we've seen price cuts, uh, you know, the most public one was was Tesla that cut its US prices uh I think back in January now. But if you look at China, we're really seeing a sort of effective price war there amongst um, the uh, the the sort of EV players. Um, Now that is is very bad news for the auto OEMs. Um, You know, it's a very tough industry to make money in, uh, and when you're seeing a a sort of price decreases at the level that you're seeing, um, you know, it makes it an even more difficult environment. But it's very good news to the extent that it's absolutely stimulating demand. And, um, you know, for us, owning the semiconductor um, suppliers um, that, that are feeding into this space, that absolutely do have pricing power. So they're not seeing price decreases. Um, they're holding their prices. Um, and so, yeah, I think... Um, I think it's, it, it should be very good news for uh, the likes of Infineon and NXP that we hold.
1: So to end this week's pod, let's stick out our next a little bit about Infineon. Uh, they already raised guidance for this quarter and the full year, uh, but we still think that uh, the operating margins uh, will be stronger than the market think. So it's around say around 28% for for this quarter and the market is, is bringing it down quite significantly in the next two quarters, while we would expect it to stay quite high and also high for next year, given the demand we see in the marketplace and the strength of the infinium position. So we're sticking out a neck a little bit and saying that we still think the consensus number is going to trend upwards when it comes to the Infineum. uh so, so the summary for, for, for the call is... Uh, further strength for Infineon and the electrical car market and uh, slightly we get expected numbers coming out from Taiwan but we're still not really worried about those because it's still an inventory correction and underlying demand is better and we still think we're going to see a better second half of 2023 and that's it for this week thank you very much thank you